It's time to check in on the Drew Carey of the NFL. Christ. Hank. It's the worst fucking Cleveland joke ever. God damn it. I fuck it. Why do I let you write my shit? What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. And yes, we are going over Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns. God, fucking terrible jokes we've got. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? It is Monday, June 28th. We're going to try and get through another two today. Um, Cleveland Browns on the first one. Next podcast should be the Dallas Cowboys if we're going in alphabetical order, which we are. Uh, I had a question about whether or not, you know, the guys that I am kind of off on, if they're guys that I'm I'm going to stay away from based on the strength of the schedule. Uh, that we're going through, and that is not true. Um, what it is is basically I need to do a little bit more more research on them. It's just I'm not high on the guy on the guys that have the harder schedule. It's kind of if you had to pick between player A and player B based on it, you know everything's relative to where they're at in their ADP. Um, one guy has a much harder schedule than, say, the other guy. I'm probably going to lean towards the guy who has the easier schedule. It's just us going through here, kind of picking out some players that are of interest, that are of a certain value, um, guys that are drafted or have ADPs that are rather high um, that, you know, you have to kind of take their schedule. You kind of have to take their schedule um and if it's a lot harder you know we, we kind of talked about this uh if we go back to Cincinnati if you have done that one like say uh Jamar Chase right so he's getting taken we'll go to the ADP chart here real quick I should have just had it up um if you're looking at say Jamar Chase right at pick 57 fifth round uh, if that continues to increase, right now it's been decreasing on his overall ADP, but if that happens to increase, if he ends up getting into a higher-end wide receiver too, he's a guy that I'm going comp- to keep backing off of. And if T. Higgins ends up staying where he's at or drops because, you know, the love for Jamar Chase and it's going to push Higgins down, then that's why I would lean a little. I would lean more towards Higgins down there than I would on Jamar Chase. Um, you can also take a look. You know, it also depends upon what you're looking at as far as Jamar Chase versus where he ends up. Um, if he ends up getting up, let's say, let's say the end of the third round, uh, the three four turn, right? So uh, up by Allen Robinson and Mike Evans, right? 
Uh, Mari Cooper would also be involved in that one. I would probably lean more. My I would probably lean Mike Evans, Robert Woods, Amari Cooper before I'd ever do Jamar Chase, based on the fact that he is a rookie and he's and his price is getting inflated, um, based on you know just the love of the player. We all like Jamar Chase. He was the number one wide receiver um, for Dynasty, uh, just in rookies in general for this season. So it's not that I hate Jamar Chase. It's You have to take a look at where the player is getting drafted overall and then kind of look at what his schedule is um, and make that determination versus the other the other players that are around him at that point. If a player's price is getting super inflated, we talked about, like, say, Josh Allen. Uh, didn't really like his schedule overall um, and him being uh, QB2 overall and going 37, right? So end of the third round, beginning of the fourth round, where, you know, t- typically we like to wait a little bit for our quarterbacks. Are you going to draft him in the third round? Are you going to draft him in the fourth round? I mean, there is a risk, there is risk involved with it. So, or are you going to like um, just pulling a, a name out of the hat, right? So, uh, let's just say Justin Herbert, right? Everybody's really on to Justin Herbert this year. QB seven, uh, pick sixty eight. So, <clears throat> basically, I kind of look at Justin Herbert, and I think he's a better. He's kind of he's he's a better Josh Allen. Now he doesn't nearly run as as much he kind of pulled he did he was running earlier but he pulled back later in the season but i mean if you're telling me i'm gonna take josh allen versus taking justin herbert 31 picks later i would probably go well you know let's just assume that justin herbert has an easier schedule which probably he might um playing out in the west but um I'm going to lean Herbert every time. Even, you know, a guy like Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, you know, the farther that you drop and you get a quality quarterback back there, I mean, it is what it is. You can sit there and go, well, he's going to run for all days. He's going to get, you know, he had 38 touchdowns last year uh, through the air, and and then he ran for uh, eight touchdowns last year. Those are last years. You can never transcend stats from last year to the next year. You have to look at the you have to look at the upcoming season. Yes, you can look at what the player did the year before in the offense and kind of get a relative idea. You can look at the past 3 seasons and see progressions. That's fine. But at some point a player reaches his peak. And can he repeat the peak? That's kind of what we're looking at here. The strength of schedule it's just a fun tool to use. I'll go over the players in the draft guide when that comes out in August. I'll have a little section. I, I haven't decided if I'm doing a little section or if I'm just going to do it where the player is. Probably better off just making a section for it and just being done with it. But, um, yeah, this... It, it, there's so many things that go into this. I mean, we still have to go over the offensive lines um, as a whole and just kind of, you know, had somebody ask if we if I can do a rank on offensive lines. I can do that um, just by using the DVOA 
for the offensive line, plus just looking at the offensive line in general, the moves and everything that's been made, and just readjust where they're at. But um, that we'll deal with that after we get through each and every team. But we are dealing with Cleveland. Uh, you know how we do this. We do start out looking at strength of schedule based on last season's opponents' records. And then we go into the DVOA of each defensive area uh, all season. So that's all that those numbers are brought to you by the people over at footballoutsiders.com. I have taken them and made this the charts that you guys all look at if you're getting them. If not, you need to get a hold of me. Just DM me wherever, uh, and then I need your email. That's what it is. You just get added to a mailing list, essentially, and I email everything out. We will look at the season through the quarters. Um, at the end, we look at full season, the first half, second half, and then the quarters themselves for the strength of schedule based on total defense, rush defense, pass defense, wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver plus, the tight end, and running back in the passing game. Again, hopefully I can remind myself to include rushing and running back in the passing game right next to each other because they go hand in hand. Um, But, yeah, so let's just go ahead. Let's get into this. Uh, Understanding that each quarter is, of course, four games uh, outside of the last quarter, which is five because we have 17 games uh, 17 game schedules this year, not 16. So throws a little monkey wrench, but it is what it is. We deal with it. Um, just put the game in a proper spot. So we're going to start with strength of schedule based on last season's opponent's record. Uh, full season uh, strength of schedule rank. This is, of course, the numbers that I read off here are going to be the numbers that just about everybody out there uses. Uh, to tell you about strength of schedule, which I find to be wrong. Um, That's why I've built this chart. That's why I've been trying to improve this chart each and every year for about the last, what, three, four seasons. So this is what we've come up with. Um, Any type of improvements I look at every single offseason. But this is what it is. So let's take, let's do the traditional strength of schedule. Full season, they have the ninth hardest schedule on the board. Uh, first half, 15th hardest schedule. Second half, 12th hardest schedule. By quarter, 14th, 17th, 28th, and 5th. So that last quarter, that's a bit daunting if you're just looking at traditional strength of schedule. But we're not. So here we go into the quarters. Opponents for this quarter, the first quarter, Chiefs, Texans, Bears, and Vikings. So we start out with uh, total defense DVOA, 22nd, 30th, 8th, and 18th. We have talked about the Chiefs in the previous podcast or two. Uh, 22nd in total defense. This should be roughly about the same, maybe 20th. Texans, 30th. That is going to hold strong. Uh, If not, go back to 32nd. They have no fucking clue what they're doing, or they're absolutely tanking the shit out of the season. Bears at 8. That's going to regress for the Bears, so that's going to get a 
get to be a better spot, and that's pretty good because uh, 18th for the Minnesota Vikings. Talked about that. They're one of my defenses that I really, really like coming this season. Not as a Packers fan, just uh, overall, if you're looking at uh, team defense for seasonal. So, uh, schedule looks pretty good, actually, in the first quarter. Uh, versus the Rush, 31st, 29th, 4th, and 30th. Talking about the Chiefs, you start your running backs all day, every day, versus the Texans at 29th, all day, every day. Day So that's very good for Nick Chubb. It's very good for Kareem Hunt. Fourth versus the Bears, I think they regress a little bit, but I, you look at the front seven, front seven's fine. It's the secondary that's having the issues. So four, that's going to be the hardest spot probably on this whole uh, first quarter schedule. Although the Vikings could come in as a close second. They are at the 30th ranked rush defense, but that is going to positively regress for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, lots of improvements there. We've talked about this. So that should be a top 15 unit at the very least. Versus the pass, 16th, 29th, 13th, and 14th. We talked about Chiefs should be roughly right about the same there. So that's... <clears throat> You know, middling the road for one Baker Mayfield. 29th versus Texans. Yep, it's going to hold true right there. Uh, 13th for the Bears. That's going to uh, really go into a negative way for the Chicago Bears there. Pass defense is going to be worse than the rush defense. So you're looking at uh, they're going to be somewhere around 20. Guarantee you they're going to be somewhere around 20. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at 14. That could hold pretty stable um uh but we expect that to kind of end up being somewhere around 10 to 12 somewhere in there but 14th at the very least so that defense is going to get really good if that if i'm right about the rush defense then the pass defense can hold stable so kind of middle of the road for baker mayfield in the passing game versus the wide receiver one so this will be odell beckham jr <clears throat> ninth, 31st, 2nd, and 28th. Ninth versus the Chiefs. Going to hold a little bit ster- uh, steady with Legereus Sneed there. The Texans, 31st. Now, that is actually Bradley Roby, um, and I believe that sank back once Bradley Roby uh, got hurt. So you're looking probably about mid-20s. It's going to be about the best spot on the defense as long as Roby stays healthy. Second for the Bears, that's going to go back in a big way. Um, that's going to end up your. That's where you're going to end up probably fifteen to twenty in there. So that's a positive. That's a real positive for the Cleveland Browns and Odell Beckham, uh, and that'll take away from that negativity that the Texans will bring. But you know, still a positive spot. Twenty eighth for the Vikings. Like I've said on the last pa- uh, podcast. If Cameron Dantzler is covering the wide receiver one, I expect that number to drop significantly. Uh, Fitzpatrick Peterson brought in from Arizona. Uh, that's going to be probably still a mid to low range 20, uh, just based on the age. Uh, do like to attack Peterson with guys that can fly. Odell Beckham can definitely beat uh, Patrick Peterson in coverage. Versus the wide receiver two, uh, so here is, this is going to be your Jarvis Landry, 13th, 30th, 10th, and 9th. So 13th versus the Chiefs. I think that's going to 
uh, go in a negative fashion for the Chiefs, so it's going to be a little bit better. Uh, I, I just don't buy into Charvarius Ward, and maybe you know it's a blind spot for me, but um, I do expect that to kind of go back towards 15 to 18, somewhere in there. Texans at 30, that's going to hold trend true. Bears, going to be negative for the Bears. Um, that's going to be at least a 15 to 20, somewhere in that range. Um, great pass rush. Cleveland Browns is a strong offensive line. Um, they're going to be able to stave that off a little bit, so it's really going to hurt the secondary. Uh, Vikings at nine versus wide receiver two. Again, we talked about it. Dantzler, um, Patrick Peterson. This probably wouldn't drop nearly as much for Patrick Peterson versus you know the secondary wide receiver. Um, so I wouldn't see this falling any farther than say twelve to fifteen, no matter who was doing the coverage. If it's Cameron Dancer, this is going to end up uh, top five. Versus the wide receiver plus. Now, who's our wide receiver plus? That would be one Rashad Higgins, who re-signed this offseason. 7th, 26th, 32nd, 22nd. 7th versus Chiefs. It's going to be pretty... And that's going to be an outside receiver. That's going to still end up being, like, say, a guy like Traverius Ward. Um, when you get a when you get a Higgins with Jarvis Landry going to the slot, that actually increases Jarvis Landry, um, but it decreases uh, Rashad Higgins because he's going to have uh, Traverius Ward. Uh, Texans twenty six. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Thirty uh, second for the Bears. Uh, Duke Shelley. Yeah, you can beat them all day every day. Vikings at twenty second. Uh, this is going to be a possible slip-up spot for the secondary. Um, here, if I look at it real quick, yeah, Jeff Gladney or Mackenzie Alexander, that is correct. We we know that uh, Jeff Gladney is actually should be facing suspension. Uh, we'll see what holds up in there. <clears throat> so, yeah, that could be about stable. So, actually, Rashad Higgins is eh, not too bad, although Jarvis Landry probably has a really good spot. Um, God, Jarvis Landry, man, versus the Bears, Texans. And actually, if they go three wide versus the Chiefs, but they might not. They'd actually probably go two tight end sets versus the Chiefs and use the two running backs. All right, tight ends. Uh, 14th, 31st, 19th, and 6th. 14th versus the Chiefs. I'm not inclined to use any tight end versus the Cleveland Browns. 31st versus the Texans. That's a lot better spot for uh, our tight ends out of here, uh, which would be Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant, and David Njoku. Just not high on any of them because they're going to you know, basically cannibalize one another. Uh, Bears at 19 should be pretty decent, if not a little bit of a regression in there. Uh, Vikings at 6. I don't attack Vikings with tight ends. And again, I forgot running backs in the passing game to go along with the rush. So here's your running backs in the passing game. This actually, you know, if you look at it just plain as day, Kareem Hunt it takes more of an advantage on this spot than Nick Chubb, uh, even though Nick Chubb really can catch the football and do something with it. So uh, Chiefs 31st, uh, Texas 25th. So two really, really good spots here. Bears 2nd. And Vikings third. So, nice little start in there. 
but it ends badly. So we'll keep that in mind. Cream Hunt, you're probably using the first two weeks, but if he ends up being your RB2, I mean, you're going to start him every week unless he's hurt, so... Try not to try not to make him your RB two. If you make him an RB three, then you can at least sit him, uh, and you can utilize one of your wide receivers for, like, say, a flex spot. So that would be my advice. <clears throat> Second quarter: Chargers, Cardinals, Broncos, Steelers. Man, we've got we've gone through all these guys already, huh? So total defense: twentieth, tenth, thirteenth, and first. Twentieth for the Chargers. Could get better. Could get a little bit better. I'll sit at 20 still for them. Cardinals at 10th. I think we talked about that. I was a little uh, down on them at first, but actually Cardinals' defense isn't all that terrible. So do I think it's a top 10 unit? Mm, Maybe not. Uh, Top 15, though, yes. Uh, Broncos at 13. We've talked about this. Now I'm very high on the Broncos as well. Uh, defensively, so total defense that should go down. That should be that's sh- that's going to be a top five, no worse than top eight uh, defense. As long as they stay healthy, as long as they get that offense to run somewhat properly. Uh, please, Drew Luck, get it to run properly. Uh, Steelers at one. We've talked about this. This is going to be huge regression. This is going to go back. They could still end up as top ten, but. That's a regression nonetheless if you're the top unit uh, in total defense. Rush defense, 26, 14, 25, and 5th. So we look at the Chargers, 26. Little bit of an improvement, not real major. They're still going to be a bottom, you know, uh, they're not going to make it into the top 20. So. Uh, 2022, somewhere in there would be my prediction. Uh, Cardinals at 14. Uh, may regress a little bit for the Cardinals. Um, but it's it's not a terrible unit. So 14, 15, that's about right. Uh, Broncos at 25th. That's going to drop significantly. Um, that should be a top 10 unit right there. Steelers at 5. Uh, front 7 is okay. There's one... Jesus Christ, my cat is fucking flipping out. Um, that's going to regress not so negatively versus the pass defense. So fifth, five to eight, somewhere in there. I think that holds pretty well. Uh, we'll do running backs in the passing game now. Now that's on my mind. 17th, 30th, 4th, and 14th. So 17th for the Chargers. I think that's going to be fine right in there that should be a a pretty good spot in there cardinals at 30 um they should get better linebacker play that number should drop uh no worse than 25 but probably no better than say 20th so uh still a spot where you can uh pretty feel pretty comfortable with the running back in the passing game uh broncos at fourth that's going to hold steady steelers at 14 um, that could regress a little bit. I think we talked about Drew Tranquil at uh, outside linebacker. Um, at least I hope that's the guy that I was thinking of. Or was... Oh, Cassius Marsh. Duh. Drew, Tra- Drew Tranquil is uh, Chargers outside linebacker. He's the one I'm worried about. Would you sit the fuck down and why do you have crackhead eyes? Why do you look like you've seen the fucking dragon? Like you've just taken a whole shitload of heroin. What is wrong with you? 
Sit the fuck down. Go lay down. I don't know what the fuck you got into, but you got crackhead face. Holy shit. I've never seen your pupil so fucking dilated. What the hell did she get into? All right. Uh, back to this. So pass defense now. Uh, 17th, 9th, 11th, and 1st. 17th for the Chargers. That should hold steady. Um, although with Asante Samuel there, uh, that could uh, definitely improve for the Chargers a little bit. Uh, get them up in the top 15. I don't know how much better they're going to get uh, than that, at least this season. Ninth for the Cardinals. Now, I originally thought that the Cardinals' uh, pass defense was going to be kind of shitty. But in reality, when I went back and looked at it, and I think I did that on the last podcast. It might be a podcast or two, but uh, Darquise uh, Denard, uh, Malcolm Butler on the outside, Byron Murphy in the slot, Buda Baker at free safety, Charles Washington at strong safety. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, I think that pass defense is probably going to be at nine. It probably will be at nine. It'll probably be a top ten unit. It'll be somewhere there. Uh, Broncos, we've talked about the additions to the secondary. Love it, love it, love it. Need more of it. Uh, they can't, they had, they were at 11. That should increase into the top 10 this season. Steelers are going to regress. Uh, a lot of losses uh, with the secondary. Not much depth back there. So Steelers, from the number one pass defense, they're going to s- probably slip out of the top 10. Uh, that could even get as bad as 15. So... Now we got the wide receiver one. Oh, I should say I, I don't really care too much for um, the first half for Baker Mayfield, though, according to the pass defenses. So uh, we look at Odell Beckham Jr. at the wide receiver one. He got fifth, 20th, eighth, and 24th. Fifth for the Chargers. That's going to hold true. Uh, Cardinals at 20 might get slightly better probably not by too much though uh broncos at eight that's gonna be yeah that's gonna be good it's good defense not one you want to take advantage of uh or try to take advantage of steelers at 24 talked about that number ones versus steelers that is going to hold steady again this season so odell beckham uh kind of a little bit up and down but where you're drafting him and we'll get into that later but uh, where you're drafting him, I think it's definitely a spot where you could take a shot on him. Wide receiver two, again, this is Jarvis Landry uh, versus Chargers 27th, uh, 23rd, 15th, and 4th. So 27th for the Chargers. Uh, that'll start out, actually, this is a good spot against the Chargers if you want to attack the rookie. Uh, Samuels probably won't have his feet underneath him yet. Uh, so 27th is probably going to be good right there, but I would expect that number to drop as the season goes down for the Chargers defense uh, once he gets accustomed to the NFL style. Uh, Cardinals at 20, uh, 23rd, uh, that's going to get a little bit better. Um, that's going to slip into the top 20. I wouldn't be surprised to see that get all the way to uh, 18, so a five-spot a five spot increase for the Cardinals defense. Um, but still not one that you're going to really shy away from uh, when it comes to Jarvis Landry there. 15th versus the Broncos. We talked Bron- Broncos. Oof. 
don't don't just don't fuck with it especially if they're hitting if they're hitting early fuck man fuck just stay away from it altogether uh Steelers at fourth we've talked that's going to regress that'll come out of the top five I would expect that to probably get up to 15 uh in that spot at the very least Versus the wide receiver plus, so here's Higgins, 16, 10, 21, and 2. Uh, 16 versus the Chargers, that that should be steady. That could slip into the top 15, but probably no worse, or probably no better than 12 for the Chargers. Uh, Cardinals at 10, yes, I think that uh, holds steady. That could regress back to 12, but still not a unit and you're going to really want to attack uh broncos at 21 that's going to get significantly better uh so that's a no-go zone steelers at second uh hardest defense versus wide receiver plus that's going to regress that's going to come out of the top 10 uh we'll have to see where that comes in there you're not probably not drafting higgins anyways unless an injury occurs tight end 20 15 18 and 1 so 20 for the Chargers versus the tight end. Chargers have always been kind of like that defense. Like Chargers have always been that defense that you could use the tight end against. It it, it happened with the other, with uh, not only the previous coaching staff, but the staff before that was, you know, you can always use the tight end. So um, in here, I think they do get a little bit better, though. I do think they slip up into the top 20, like, better so they'll be better in 20 but pro they're not going to be terribly that much better uh 15th versus the cardinals that's going to be pretty good remember when you used to be able to attack the fucking cardinals man man tight end all every fucking week man but that ain't happening anymore 18th versus the broncos they've gotten uh better in there so that should be a top 15 unit uh steelers at one i still wouldn't attack the safeties back here so um, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They should still be top five, probably not one, though. So we've gone through all of that. So now we need to get into our full season halves and quarters. Uh, strength of schedule. So total defense altogether against Cleveland Browns. Full season, 24th hardest schedule. By halves, 13th and 28th. By quarter, 23rd, 5th. 32nd, 14th. So it is typically a... Oh, my God. No, 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 stupid. We still got to go through the third and the fourth quarters. But here, here's a quick early preview. Uh, so total defense altogether. <laughs> Cleveland Browns offense, yeah, you can, you can get a piece of it. Uh, schedule is not nearly as hard as what would been determined by uh, traditional strength of schedule. So, fuck. I can't replay. Can we rewind that? Can we rewind that? No? We can't fix that? No? I got thrown off by Crackhead Cat? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Third quarter. <laughs> Let's do third quarter here uh, and then get to the fourth quarter. Uh, third quarter. Uh, Bengals, Patriots, Lions, and Ravens. So, it's kind of an up and down. It's going to be an up and down uh, quarter here. Uh, we've talked about the Patriots. So the Patriots numbers that we're going to read off, they're going to get a lot better in here, but uh, Bengals Lions are going to really um, offset that. So total defense, 27th, 26th, 32, and 9th, 
27th for the Bengals. That's going to hold steady. Patriots, we've talked about this. Their defense has gotten a lot better. Uh, expect that offense to kind of you know gain control offensively um, so they won't be on the field. Shouldn't be put into terrible situations like last season. So that 26 is going to drop significantly. It's going to be at least a top 15 unit uh, predicting top 12. Lions at 32. We've talked... Lions, you can just basically start anybody you want against the Lions. 32, we'll read through the numbers. It's tried and true uh, all day, every day. Ravens at 9, uh, that should regress just a little bit, but not to the point of where you're going to want to attack them. So ninth, uh, I think I said 12th as a regression spot. Rush defense, 21st, 32nd, 27th, and 12th. So 21 versus the Bengals, that should actually, that should hold steady if not regress a little bit. Uh, Patriots at 32, absolutely fucking not. That front seven is going to be really fucking good. So uh, top 10 unit right there. Uh, Lions at 27 all day, every day. 12th versus the Ravens. You're not going to sit. If you're using Nick Chubb, you're not going to sit him at all. Uh, running backs in the passing game, 24th, 10th, 32nd, and 21st. Uh, 24th uh, versus the Bengals, that's going to hold true all day, every day. Uh, Patriots at 10, uh, that's going to hold steady. Lions 32nd, you know what we say, all day, every day. And Ravens at 21. So Ravens have typically been a, a the team that – or. Running backs in the passing game have typically been an Achilles heel for the Ravens' defense. I don't see anything really changing here. Uh, they kind of f- try to focus mostly on the on the running back that's running, you know, that's actually, you know, ball on the ground uh, versus ball in the air. So twenty one, I think that's going to hold steady. Maybe a little bit of re- regression back to eighteen, somewhere in there, but uh, nothing major. Pass defense, so here's Baker Mayfield, 27, 18, 32, and 10. Uh, Baker, uh, bang, uh, against the Bengals at 27, that's, you start, you, you can start Baker Mayfield. I mean, it, you would expect that the run defense would actually destroy him, but uh, Baker Mayfield in just as, uh, it's actually in a better spot. Uh, Patriots at 18, that should regress a little bit into the top 15 at the very least. Um, bring back a lot of the uh, defensive starters in the secondary. Uh, now Patrick Chung's retired uh, from the safety position, but with that increased pass rush up front, that should make the secondary better as well. Lions at 32 all day, every day. Ravens, 12th ranked pass defense. That'll regress a little bit, but they'll still be top 15. So I would stay away there. Versus the wide receiver one, again, this is is Odell Beckham. Um, 16th versus the Bengals, 7th versus Patriots, 30th versus Lions, 3rd versus Ravens. Uh, 16th versus the Bengals, that was William Jackson, 3rd. He's gone, so this is a prime spot for Odell here. Uh, 7th versus the Patriots, I would not start Odell versus the Patriots. Uh, And then 30th versus Lions, again, all day, every day. And third for the Ravens, I am not going to attack the Ravens at all. So now we take a look at the wide receiver two. This would be Jarvis Landry. 
six, 14, 28, and 16. So six versus the Bengals. That's going to reg- that's going to go up for you know negatively for the Bengals defense, positively for Jarvis Landry here. Fourteenth uh, for the Patriots. Uh, this actually would probably be a decent spot for him. Um, 14, 15, yeah, somewhere right in there. That'll be fine. 28th for the Lions. That's right, all day, every day. 16th versus the Ravens. I think he could take on uh, the corners here, but he slips into the slot. He's going to be kind of screwed. He's going to hit that wide receiver plus actual number of fifth down in there. So if they go too tight, Two tight ends, two wide receivers. He's fine. They slip him into the slot. Uh, it's not going to be very good. Wide receiver plus uh, 27, 13, 19, and 5. 27 for the Bengals. Good to go there. Uh, 13th versus the Patriots. I wouldn't touch it. Uh, 19th versus the Lions. A hey, still relevant. Uh, fifth versus the Ravens, like I said. Uh, he comes out. Uh, Rashad Higgins. No, he's going to get shut down. He'll get shut down. So that five is going to hold true. Versus tight end, Bengals at 12, uh, 9, 21, and 22. So 12th versus the Bengals. Uh, that started out, we talked about that. That started out as a really good spot and then kind of died towards as the season went along. Uh, Patriots at 9. I just don't use tight ends versus Patriots unless they're studs. Um, 21 versus the Lions. Good to go there. Ravens, 22nd. They've had a real weak spot with tight ends in the passing game. All right, let's do this fourth quarter first, D-Roy, and then we'll go back to strength of schedule rankings, okay? Oy, oy, oy. So on one of the weird schedule quirks, they finish the third quarter against the Ravens, have a bye week, and then play the Ravens again. So... Have the Ravens, Raiders, Packers, Steelers, and Bengals to finish out the season. Total defense, 9th, 28th, 17th, 1st, and 27th. We've already handled the Ravens and the Steelers. We'll just talk regression there. Uh, we've also already talked about the Bengals, to be completely honest. So we've talked about Packers and Raiders on uh, previous podcasts, but we'll still go through this anyways. Total defense, 9th, 28th, 17th, 1st, 27th. 9th versus the Ravens, set it. They're going to be okay, regress just a little bit. The Raiders, 28th all day, every day, just like the Lions. Uh, 17th versus Packers, that should be pretty steady there. Steelers will regress. Uh, Bengals, 27th all day, every day. Versus the Rush, this is the Rush defense. 12th for the Ravens, 28th for the Raiders all day, every day, 18th for the Packers. Uh, that should actually hold pretty steady there. 5th versus the Steelers, set it maybe a little bit uh, regression, but not too much. Uh, Bengals 21st, it should be just fine. Versus the pass, 10th, 26th, 15th, 1st, and 27th. 10th versus the Ravens, yeah, I wouldn't start Baker. Uh, 26th versus Raiders all day, every day. 15th versus the Packers. Uh, that should hold pretty steady. Steelers, number one. We've talked about this. I expect to uh, fall back to at least somewhere around 15. Uh, Bengals, 27th. 
all day, every day. Odell Beckham. So this is versus the wide receiver one. Third versus the Ravens, not touching. 29th versus the Raiders, all day, every day. 10th versus the Packers, Jair Alexander with the win. 24th versus the Steelers. That's where we attack on Steelers. Uh, 16th versus the Bengals. We talked massive regression there. Uh, no William Jackson the third. Jarvis Landry, 16, 25, 24, 4th, and 6th. Ravens, it's about right. 15, 16, somewhere in there. Raiders at 25 all day, every day. Wide receiver 2 versus the Packers. So 24th, we've talked about this, Kevin King. uh, I expect to get beaten out by rookie Eric Stokes. So that number should go down. That should end up at least 18 at at the very worst if Stokes is the starter. Fourth versus the Steelers. We've talked about that. That's going to go. That number's going to go up. Bad for the Steelers. Good for the Browns. Six versus uh, the Bengals. Uh, that number should go up. Um, they just tend have a tendency to really get beat by the running back. So there's not really that much defensively that they need to do. Uh, that's kind of what's baked into here too. Uh, wide receiver plus this be Higgins, 5th, 29th, 6th, 2nd, and 27th. 5th versus the Ravens, not touching it. 29th for the Raiders, maybe, DFS-wise. 6th versus the Packers, you don't take on Chandon Sullivan. 2nd uh, versus the Steelers, that will regress on there, but you probably see a more Odell and Jarvis Landry here. 27th versus the Bengals all day, every day, probably DFS. Higgins is basically DFS play because there's no way. I mean, you could put him on your team if you really wanted to, but when are you going to actually use him? Um, you're, you're also going to have you know Donovan Peoples-Jones kind of mixing it up in there from time to time and maybe uh, rookie Demetric Felton. Uh, they also are higher on... Anthony Schwartz, who they drafted in the third round out of Auburn as well, but I don't think he's really going to see the field that much in his first season. Uh, tight ends. So, starting with the Ravens, 22nd, 5th, 8th, 1st, 12th. Again, you can attack Ravens. It's just which one are you going to use? 5th uh, versus the Raiders. Some reason they've always been able to stop tight ends. I think that number goes up this year. Um Bad for the Raiders, good for Cleveland. Eighth versus the Packers. Packers have been traditionally pretty decent versus tight ends, so stay away from that. Uh, First versus the Steelers, uh, not touching anything against those safeties. Twelfth versus the Bengals, uh, would expect a little bit of a regression, but probably 15 to 18, somewhere in there. Uh, Did we do running backs in the passing game? No, we did not. So 21st. 20th, 27th, 14th, and 24th. 21st versus the Ravens. Uh, one of the main ways to attack him. Uh, versus the Raiders, 20, uh, 20th overall. That should actually uh, be bad for the Raiders, good for Cleveland next season. That's the regression. And Packers, 27th. Uh, that number, I don't, with the personnel that they have, I don't see that getting that much better. Uh, they'll be somewhere probably about 22, 25, somewhere in there at the very at the very best. Steelers 14th. I think you still don't attack the Steelers. 
I mean, you could attack uh, Casillas Marsh on the weak side, I guess, but uh, 14th is probably going to be pretty steady. Bengals at 24 versus the running back in the passing game uh, all day, every day. So we already did the total defense. We'll just do it again here real quick. So uh, strength of schedule based on total defense, full season halves and quarters, 24th for the full season, 13th and 28th for the halves, 23rd, 5th, 32nd, 14th for the quarters. So offense as a whole, good to go. Rush defense, 30th for the full season, so third basically the third easiest schedule on the board. Now, remember, you're also dealing with uh, the Patriots who are going to super come down and the Broncos as well. So that will play a little bit of a part in here. Oh, Vikings too. So that will come down, but I think you're still looking at a top 20 schedule uh, based on rush defense if we were to look ahead into the future here. So uh, by uh, halves, 30th and 26th by quarters, 31st, 20th, 30th, and 19th. So Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, very good to go. Versus the running back in the passing game, 25th for the full season, 15 and 30 for the halves, 13, 16, 26, and 28th for the quarter. So it gets easier as the season goes on. So it's good news for Kareem Hunt uh, with the passing game and on the ground. Um, that's right. We got to look at their ADPs. ADP for one Nicholas Chubb. Uh, basically getting disrespected again, but I get it. I get it. We'll just take Nick Chubb anyways. Uh, comes in at running back 11, so an RB1. 13th pick overall. Kareem Hunt comes in as RB25. Pick 60, so right at the end of the fifth round. That's pretty good value for a guy in a good rushing offense, uh, even if he's paired up with another running back. So I give the okay for both uh, in your in your seasonal leagues. Baker Mayfield, so this is versus pass, strength of schedule. Full season 12th, hardest schedule on the board. First half 5th, second half 24th. Okay, so it gets easier in the second half, but take that one with a grain of salt. Um, By quarters, 18th, 2nd, 28th, and 14th. So, again, first quarter, maybe uh, 3rd and 4th quarters. Yes, that second quarter is going to be the deterrent. Probably wouldn't take him out of the block, to be honest with you. Where is Baker Mayfield going? We need to know that. So, I mean, if you're waiting a quarterback, I guess it's not terrible. Where are you, Baker? Baker Mayfield. Going as QB 18, pick 145. So, 13th round. Um, I can get behind it, if, especially if it's a two-quarterback league. I'm not going to fight it. I would, I would draft him. Uh, you'll be able to get him late in the 2QB super flex, you're probably looking at him. He probably still doesn't even he doesn't get up earlier than the 8th, I can tell you that. Yeah, at least he shouldn't. If somebody takes him before the 8th round in a 2QB super flex, yeah, just let him go. Uh, OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. Let's see, the wide receiver 1. 
Uh, full season ranked 10. First half, second half, 13 and 12. Quarters, 16, 6, 7, and 16. So not the best schedule. But with where you have to take him. Where are you? Where are you, son of a bitch? There he is. Odell Beckham going as wide receiver 28. Pick 67 overall. So you're looking at the sixth round uh, for him, and I think that's fine as, say, your wide receiver two. So with him going that low, uh, Odell Beckham is definitely good to go. Uh, No matter if that schedule is that hard, I would still take a shot on him, see if he can regain some of that upside. Uh, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Wide receiver two, strength of schedule rankings, 12th for the full season. By halves, 16 and 11. By quarter, 13, 21, 17, and 8. So a good uh, middle of the season. Where is he going? Jarvis Landry's going real late, if I'm not mistaken. Like, real late. Yeah, he's going as a wide receiver 44. So he's going as a wide receiver 4, uh, pick 103. It's another it's another spot where you can really get some good value on there. You can take the second wide receiver in there. Who's going in front of him? Three in front of him. Marquise Brown, Brandon Cooks, Michael Pittman. Hmm. Hmm. Three behind him. Antonio Brown, Jalen Waddell, Michael Gallup. I might take a shot on Michael Gallup, though. He's going nine picks later. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? Jarvis Landry is going to be the second man. Jarvis Landry is going to get the second most targets in that offense. So, no, nah, I'd probably take I'd probably take Jarvis in that spot there. Wide receiver plus. We'll look at Rashad Higgins where he's going, but we're not going to draft him. Full season ninth hardest schedule by halves nineteen and six by quarter thirtieth six. 15 and 8. Uh, Higgins. Higgins, Higgins, Higgins. This would be your, for your best ball. Gotta find Higgins. Gotta find the Higgins. Find Higgins. Gotta find them all. Why is my computer freaking out? There he is. Wide, wide receiver 90. Pick 271 if you're interested for your best ball drafts. Don't take him in the seasonal. Holy fuck. He is way back there. All right, so tight end. Strength of schedule. Full season, fifth by core, uh, by halves. 12th in the first half, second in the second half, and by quarters. 19th, 10th, 19th, and second. So a little up and down, but like I said, there's three guys there. They're going to be cannibalizing one another. Let somebody else take them. Um, but I will give you where they're going. And it's generally late here. So Austin Hooper is going as tight end 25. So he's a tight end three. Pick 207. Um, David and Joku would be next at tight end 37 as a tight end four, 318. And I know Harrison Bryant's here. Yeah, tight end 55, pick 399. So that kind of gives you an idea. Um, nobody's really on him. Nobody's seeing anything. So just stay the fuck away from him. Uh, if you're interested in this 
Cleveland Browns defense, which has really, really uh, been kind of revamped. They have a shitload of depth. Uh, I'll give you the rankings of the total offenses that they're doing uh, based on strength of schedule. Uh, overall, season seasonal ranking is 20th hardest schedule uh, by halves, 14 and 22nd. Now, they have... A l- Take the beginning with a grain of salt. Remember, Texans' offense was better last year with Deshaun Watson, right? So, by quarter. Third, you have the Chiefs, Texans, Bears, and Vikings. So, Vikings will be tough. Bears depends what happens with Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. They'll be, you know, midline for, you know, middle of the road for the first half. Chiefs right out the gate, probably not really what they want to face. Um, but first quarter, third, and then 29th, 28th, and 14th. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. That kind of puts them in the top 12 discussion. Uh, definitely there. We will look where the Cleveland Browns going. They are going as defense number nine. So, yeah, their defense definitely take a look at uh, quite possibly use, you know, once you make it through the first quarter of the season so that is the cleveland browns next podcast man we're gonna talk about them dirty fucking cowboys fucking hate the cowboys but this has been d roy i'll talk to you guys actually or tomorrow i'll fucking record it tomorrow you'll hear it on wednesday i'll do a couple more tomorrow okay okay just one tonight just one tonight i gotta get up super fucking early (laughs) 